You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. This past Sunday, we spoke about following the way of Jesus, ironically the same uh, title for this podcast, but we looked at what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, or as it says in the Hebrew, a Talmudin. And uh, one of the things that we learned is that really the best word or the best way of understanding that in the English language is Uh, being an apprentice to Jesus, uh, being with Jesus and becoming like Jesus. And so uh, at the end, one of the things that I did is uh, I shared five passages uh, to work through this week, uh, asking the question as we read, read those passages, what does this reveal to me about being an apprentice to Jesus? And so I want to uh, spend a few podcasts this week um, doing exactly that, going through some of those passages and just examining them and uh, pulling out some thoughts about what these were revealed to me about being an apprentice to Jesus. And hopefully they are a blessing to you. And so I want to start on this podcast with Matthew 8, uh, verses 18 to 22. And this is what it says. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. Now, I want to ask the question again, what do these verses reveal to us, reveal to me about being an apprentice to Jesus? There's there's two responses here that we see to Jesus. First, we see the scribe and his response to Jesus is one of bold proclamation. Uh, and, and, you know, when when you hear him, say that to Jesus, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you wherever you go, Jesus. You might expect Jesus to respond with something like, awesome, welcome, like, let's go, you're in the club. And, you know, I I was reminded as I thought about this uh, of, uh, in the past, what I've seen from youth and and even uh, actually myself, seen this in myself at youth conferences years ago, where in our exuberance and desire, uh, these kids, or maybe you've, you've uh, experienced this yourself, you make all sorts of declarations and promises. And in the moment, you know, when we're so pumped up and we're like, we just want to do this, we want to go for God, and, and, we, and we, we make all sorts of proclamations, but do you realize the commitment that this will take? And in the moment, it feels totally possible, but then comes the reality of life, and the cost that it requires what you have spoken. And that's sort of how it seems like Jesus responds to this scribe. And we have no other context. We don't know about his life. We don't know anything else, the context around this. But Jesus's response is one that that clearly says, look, the reality of this life of following me is not a life of comfort. There is sacrifice and the life that I live, there's no attachments. I'm, I'm not 
Um, I'm not looking to own a place. I, I'm, I'm going where the Father calls me. So that's the first, the, the first interaction we see here. Now, the second interaction says that another disciple comes up to him and says, you know, first, let me go and bury my father. Now, again, taking this at face value and reading this, this wasn't just a request to go and take care of a funeral. And if we don't understand the context within the Jewish culture, we might think that and we might go on, Jesus, your response is kind of harsh. But that wasn't the context here. In, in this, the father is still alive. And so the, the request of this other disciple is, I'm going to follow you eventually, Jesus, but first I, I got to take care of some stuff. And, you know, I'm not even sure how long it's going to take because it could be months, it could be years, but eventually I'm there with you. And, you know, perhaps we think this is a fair request. Family comes first, doesn't it? Family obligations are important. It shows care and maturity on the part of this guy. But Jesus, once again, he's honest about expectations. This following Jesus meant a physical commitment in that time. It meant being with him. It meant following him. And it meant physically sacrificing, physically coming with him, becoming exactly like him. It wasn't possible to remain in your home and to follow him. And Jesus was clear about the expectations. Now, what are the context of these accounts for us? Well, first, when it comes to um, these two things, thinking that we can have the Canadian dream and all the comfort we desire while following Jesus on our terms is not possible. Jesus calls us to a life of sacrifice and surrender. Now, what that will look like will be different for individuals, but it is a heart surrendered that impacts real life, meaning your commitment to be with Jesus and to become like him is the driving force that is shaping your life and the decisions that you make. And so we have to be aware of the tendency, especially in this culture, to have Jesus in our lives only to the extent that it doesn't call me to sacrifice. You know, I'm okay, I'm okay with Jesus, but you know, as long as it's comfortable and it, it, it allows me, you know, where it's nice, but it's not touching the selfish, selfishness in me. It's not touching those things that I want to do and who I want to be, you know, th- then I'm okay with Jesus. And that's, that's dangerous because that is a dangerous counterfeit. That is not following Jesus according to what he's saying. That's the first implication. The second implication is that the call to be with Jesus and to become like him remains the core desire for those who would be his apprentices. And the work of the Holy Spirit now that's been given to us in our lives calls us to sacrifice. And Jesus, you know, this is the one thing that that I just really appreciate about him in these verses is he's not, you know, beating around the bush. He's not you know, trying to, to have, you know, to have it, uh, his response be a soft landing. You know, he's honest. He's honest. And he's saying, this is the, this is what it takes, guys. This is, this is where it's at. And, you know, it, it begs the question in me, what areas am I prone to say to Jesus? Just give me a little more time, Jesus. At some point I'll come and I'll be ready, but 
not yet. I'm not there. You know what? I, I want to I wanna live my best life now for me. And so, you know, we'll see how this goes in the future. Where, where is Jesus, though, calling you to follow him? Simply to say, the call is to follow me, to be like me, and to be with me, and to become like me. Where is he saying you need to make the sacrifices that are necessary? Now, to wrap up, coming back to the question, what does this tell me about being an apprentice to the way of Jesus? And I would say this, that it is, I do not set the parameters of what that looks like. Jesus does. He sets the parameters. He says, this is what it costs. This is what it looks like. These are the implications. This, this makes the baseline for following Jesus very simple, and yet in many respects foreign to cultural Christianity. And that is, it is submission to his way above all else in everything, not in some things or a little corner, but in everything. And so, yes, you know, I read these verses and I go, that's a challenging call. That's a challenging um, response from Jesus to read. And it leaves me with many uh, questions to ask of myself when I, when I assess my life and I assess the areas of my life. And I look at what does it mean in every area to apprentice to the way of Jesus now and to follow him. And so I'm sure for you, uh, it's the same, same thing. It leaves a lot of things to ponder and to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us about. And so let's, let's allow him to do that. Tomorrow, we're going to look at Mark 10, and we're going to look at the rich young ruler and what Jesus says to him as we continue looking at what does it mean to apprentice to the way of Jesus. Bless you, folks. Thanks for being with us. If you, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, I would encourage you to share it, to rate us, and to let others know about it. We really appreciate it. We will see you once again. 